Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we get to the Word of God, talk about it, and allow it to transform us, because it does. And I think what we talk what are talking about this week can be so transformative to our faith and our walk with God. We're talking about knowing the ways of God. We've been talking about faith and specifically something here about knowing the ways of God. In, the, in Psalm 103, verse 7, we read that God made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the sons of Israel. Yesterday, we discussed how we don't want to be people who just know what God does. We want to know God. We want to know why he does what he does. We want to have wisdom and understanding of the Almighty. What an awesome thing to do. I'll tell you this, folks. If you're going through life without knowing God, you're missing something. You're missing the very heart of what life is about. You and I were created to know God, to receive his love, to love him in return. If you're living life without the knowledge of God, the knowledge of Jesus Christ, you're missing what life is really all about. And so we want to know his ways. We don't just want to see what he does. We want to understand him and walk in his ways. And particularly understand his ways as he's working in our life. What is he doing? This is wisdom. This is understanding to see what God is doing in us and why. And so this morning, we talked, yesterday we talked about this concept that God gives people a vision and we set out to try and do it and have a purpose in life and do it. Often we fall on our face and fail at it and that's called a death of a vision. And the circumstances may now look impossible, like it's it's not going to happen. And something during that death of a vision time, we're going to talk about that today. And then later on, the good news is God will often bring about a supernatural fulfillment, especially if we learn what we're supposed to learn during this death of a vision time. What happens during this time? Let's let's look at um, let's look if we could at Abraham. Abraham is probably the the prime example of the vision, death of a vision, supernatural fulfillment concept. He had been promised by God that he would be a father of many nations. This is what God had spoken to him. You're going to be a father of many nations. Indeed, we know now all the nations of the earth will be blessed through his descendants. And of course, we see that now as Jesus, all the nations of the earth all peoples are being blessed by Jesus. This is why we take the gospel to all peoples so that all people would experience the blessing that comes through the Messiah. But there was a problem, and we're going to talk about that here. It's, 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 it's explained to us in Genesis 12 through about 19, but Paul speaks about it here in Romans chapter 4, and that's what we want to look at. In hope against the problem was they weren't having a baby. He was going to be the father of many nations, but they weren't having a baby. And that's got to happen. We're not talking about only being a spiritual father. We're talking about being a physical father. His descendants, the blessing would go to all the nations of the earth. And they weren't, and his wife was, was infertile. She wasn't having a baby, barren. It says here in Romans 4, in hope against hope, he believed. What do you do in the midst of this? He was 75 years old when he got this promise, folks. 
and she was 65 years old. And God prom- promised you're going to have children, and they didn't have any yet. Have you ever known someone trying to have children who was unable to? It's so discouraging. So you have all kinds of self-doubt. What's wrong with me? Is God judging me? Uh, you see others have babies. You want to be happy for them, and you are happy for them, but it just intensifies the pain you feel yourself. This is where Abraham and Sarah were. This is what they were feeling. And God came to them and said, you're going to have a child. I might add, this feeling would have been far more intense with them, just the culture in which they lived in, because everybody was having a baby in those days and they were barren. And God promised, you're going to have a child. And it says, and they weren't having it. So what 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 was Abraham's response? In hope against hope, he believed. So that what was so that he might become a father of many nations, according to that which had been spoken, so shall your descendants be. In other words, God had given him a promise. He gave him a promise, and in hope against hope, he believed the promise would be fulfilled. It wasn't just a wild idea he had. Hey, I'd like to be the father of many nations. God had given him a promise. He'd staked his life on it. He'd heard from God. He knew the Almighty had spoken to him. And yet it wasn't happening. Years went by, month after month, no no pregnancy, no, no child. Year after year went by. What would you do? How would you feel? Would you question had you heard from God? Would you just conveniently forget that God had spoken to you? How would you deal with your disappointment? How would you deal with your discouragement? What would you do? Not to be too too blunt here, but what do you think every time he and Sarah were intimate with one another? Do you think they were thinking this could be the time, or do you think they were thinking as it was just a reminder that what God had spoken to them so they thought wasn't happening, and was there a problem with them, and what was the problem, and why wasn't God in? Would, would, that, have, would that have been a wonderful experience for them, or would it have been a, a, a terrible reminder that Things aren't going as they thought they would. I mean, just contemplate what must have been happening in their mind. But what was what did what did Abraham do? In hope against hope, he believed. Look and pick it up here in the middle of the sentence. Without becoming weak in faith, he contemplated his own body. He didn't have his head stuck in the sand. He didn't think I'm a viral young twenty-five year old guy. He realized his age. Look, he contemplated. He thought about. He considered the circumstance. His own body now is good as dead since he was about 100 years old. And the deadness of Sarah's womb, because she was about 90, he looked at the circumstances, he considered them. And yet, what did he do? Yet, with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but he grew strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully assured that what God had promised, God was able also to perform. Oh, this is so rich. There's so much we can learn here. Abraham ended up being called the friend of God. Abraham, we talk about him, you know, to this day, the major that, you know, Christianity, Judaism, and even Islam talk about the faith of Abraham and what a wonderful 
uh, man, a friend of God, the, the man of faith, the father, shall we say, earthly father of monotheistic religions. He's a hero. He's one of the greatest men in the history of the world. And yet, what was it about him? It was his faith. It was when circumstances looked bad, he kept believing. And by the way, I say, you know, he expressed his faith by works, shall we say. And you know what that means, try and have a baby. And again, it may have been, was it, was he glad to do it? Or was it a reminder? Was he hoping? Was he, what was it? Well, the scripture says in hope against hope, he believed even when he was a hundred years old. I mean, my friends, this would have made the tabloids. 90-year-old woman has a baby, you know, but he had hope, faith. And what does it say he did? It says he didn't grow weak in faith, but he, he fixed his life on the promises of God. He, he grew strong in faith. The worse the circumstances were, the stronger his faith grew. You see, human nature doesn't just the opposite. As our circumstances get worse, we begin to lose faith. And with him, it was just the opposite. The, the worse the circumstances, the greater his faith grew. The more he held on to the promise, the more he thought about what, what God had spoken to him, the more he gave glory to God, the more he said, wow, when this happens, it's going to be a miracle. Back when I was a young young guy of 75 and Sarah was that spring chick of only 65, yeah, you know, that, that would have been one thing. But now I'm 100 and she's 90. Boy, when this happens, glory to God, it's going to be a miracle. And he was right. A miracle that we're talking about 3,500 years later. A miracle, one of the great miracles of all time. And a miracle that ended up being a blessing to the whole world. What are we saying? In times of a death of a vision, what must we do? You got to hang on to the promises of God. I hope you know the promises God has given you. Think back over your life, over the years. Has God has God given you promises? Has God given you something you, you really felt God spoke to you about something to do, something he was going to do through you, with you, for you, or maybe your children, someone in your family, in your church? Hang on to those promises. Review them. Remember them. If it doesn't look like it's happening and the circumstances are getting worse, Grow in your faith. Don't let your faith diminish. Don't doubt. Don't step back. Don't question. Say, God, when you fulfill that promise now, it's going to be more glorious than ever. I had a vision. I thought it would be easy to do. But boy, boy, the vision was dying. And now it's just going to be greater glory to God. So give him praise. Give glory to God. Thank him that when, when it's fulfilled, it's going to be greater. Now, let's be honest about one thing, too. When Abraham died, he had one child through, Abraham, through Sarah, just one. And yet to this day now, that's fulfilled, the Messiah was his descendant. Now, in one sense, one very real sense, this promise is fulfilled every time a person comes to Christ, every time the gospel goes forth, every time a person believes, the promise is being fulfilled. He did not see all the nations blessed in his lifetime, but he saw what needed to happen in his lifetime. 
And I want to say to you too, that sometimes we have a vision, a promise from God about some great things going to happen. It might not happen in our lifetime, but the foundation will be laid as you continue to contemplate the promise of God, believe the promise of God, grow strong in faith. So I want you today to think back. If there's something like that in your life, don't let it die. Keep praying, keep believing, keep working towards. You might only be like plant one seed, like Isaac was the seed. There might only be one seed that would from it will grow a great, great response. But whatever it is, don't give up. Father in heaven, we bless you today. We thank you, your personal God. We thank you, your hand is upon us. We thank you, you know us, you love us, and you've given us a purpose and reason to live. And we thank you for the promises you've given us of, of what, how you're going to work in our lives, the promises, the calling of what you want to do through us. Oh, Father, thank you you're mindful of our weaknesses, our doubts, our fears, our insecurities. We want everything to happen so quickly. We want to always be walking in success and victory. We, Lord, this death of a vision time, it's difficult to struggle through it, to wonder where you are, what's happening, to contemplate our circumstances and realize that it doesn't look like what was promised is coming to true. But help us to remember, Lord, that this is a time of testing. This is a time in which our faith grows strong. The roots go deep. We learn to walk with you. We learn to discover the true treasures, which the true treasure is not what you've called us to do. The true treasure is you yourself. And I pray, Father, that each one of us, if we're in this stage of a death of a vision and unfulfilled hopes, dreams that, that we thought were once of you, and, and Lord, I pray that we'd not let them die. We'd keep them alive and fresh. We'd grow strong in faith. We'd give glory to God. Lord, whether you fulfill them in our lifetime or after we're gone, that we would be people of faith like Abraham. Lord, grow us, draw us near to you. This day, might you renew our hope and our faith as we give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, folks, so glad to have you along with us. I love getting on the Word of God. I hope you do too. It's good seed. We want to sow it in our lives. And as we get the Word of God in our lives, our lives will be transformed for His glory. Don't miss out on life. Don't be so distracted with life and the cares of this world that you miss out on life, a walk with God drawing near. And for that, we need the Word of God. We need encouragement. That's why we're here every day. That's why I come here, for your sake, hoping to encourage and strengthen you in your faith. Oh, might God raise up a mighty army of men and women of faith. And I want you to be a part of that. So if you're new, welcome. I hope you come back and join us every day. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that bell to notify. Leave a comment. Tell your friends. Make a commitment. Be here regularly every day if you can. You can come live at 8.30 a.m. or you can watch later in the day. Doesn't matter. Or you can even listen to the, uh, the, the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. Just search Tom the Preacher. But join us. Get in the Word. Get committed in your Christian life. Get committed. Make decisions and follow through on them. Okay? And those of you here every day, I love you. You know that. I'm so glad to have the privilege of encouraging you, inspiring you in the Lord. So God bless you. 
Till we meet tomorrow, might the Lord strengthen you, encourage you, fill you with faith and hope. No matter where you are in your journey, God wants to grow you and deepen that faith, deepen those roots that go deep into heaven. Amen? God bless you. I love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.